Hey everyone, it's your girl Lashana. Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered, episode 11. I am back. I took a bit of a break. It was uh, not, I don't know if it was called a break, but you know, I just started working again. So I've been trying to like get into the groove and like get into a routine and it's not an easy task. I think I'm getting a bit of a cold or it's my allergies just also acting up. So it's just all fricked up right now. (laughs) Just kidding. But it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. How's everyone doing? How have y'all been? It's getting the weather's getting colder. Like I go out in the morning and I'm like, whoa, why am I freezing? It's kind of. I don't know how I feel about it. I love fall, though. I love sweater weather. But, yeah, because I'm like, oh, my God, like, it's actually cold. I can't, I don't know how long I can wear Crocs for, which is, like, upsetting because I love wearing Crocs. But, anyways. So, (laughs) and first I want to say, like, first episode of um, season two, like, that's amazing. Like, season two, episode 11, like, that is I'm hyped up for that. I'm hyped up for this episode. I've been working on this episode for weeks, like researching and like typing up notes and like doing a bunch of all that, um, all that shit, you know, because I was like, this is serious and I want to get it right and everything. So let's just jump right into it, shall we? In this episode, I wanted to focus on attachment styles. And if you guys don't know what attachment styles, well, Attachment styles are basically like, well, what your attachment is. And there's four different types of attachment styles. There's mainly the we we focus on the three of them, but there's four of them, which is secure attachment, avoidant, anxious, and um, fearful avoidant. Secure does not really talk about that much because in the word it's secure attachment, like you are secure in yourself and in your relationship it's mainly the other three that are most are that are dressed the most but before we can even get into attachment styles we got to get the history behind attachment theory so um during my research i found out that um according to psychiatrist and psychoanalyst john blowby blowby i feel like i said that wrong but He believes that our relationships with our parents or caregivers, whoever raised you while you're growing up, shape and impact the way we act in relationships. Like, I swear, everything just goes back to your childhood. Remember, like, every reason, like, the reason that you are you are the way you are in your adulthood literally just dates back to what happened in your early childhood years and if you want to figure out where your triggers come from where your trauma comes from where your reactions come from where all this stuff come from literally just go just dig back deep into your early childhood and I promise you you will most likely find the answer there but anyways (laughs) that's where attachment style came from and it was founded in 1950 and it basically it's just we depend on our parents and our caregivers. Like during childhood, like early early childhood, we depend on the people that are supposed to take care of us. We depend on them for our survival. We depend on, depend on them for our for um supplying us with our basic needs and more, for um supplying us with love. And we cling on to them and we attach them and we trust them. So 
if the people who are supposed to be giving you, um, meeting your needs and providing you a safe and nurturing environment are not doing that, well, that creates the other three attachment styles. But if the person who is raising you and, you know, your parent or caregiver is providing you a safe and nurturing environment and is allowing you um, to grow, this will build a secure relationship. So with the parent or this caregiver. But I will say that even if you did have like a healthy relationship with your parents and you had like a healthy upbringing and like obviously, you know, everyone fights with their parents. Like, there's going to be problems that arise. Like we are individuals, like we're never going to agree 100%, especially when it comes to your parents. Everyone fights, right? But not in like in the sense of like you you had a stable environment like you had a secure environment secure environment growing up you can still develop one of the other three attachment styles okay and the insecure attachment styles come from trauma neglect childhood abuse and they can really negatively impact someone's mental health and how they are in relationships with whether they're romantic and pl- or platonic how they are in social behaviors so in a friend group or a work setting etc etc so i'm gonna go through each of the attachment styles in this episode like we're gonna i'm gonna just go through what each attachment style is and then i have a little fun quiz to do afterwards um and then i want to expand on I want to do separate episodes and like following up about each attachment style. So this is going to be a series because I feel like I won't have enough time to really like convey like how um, impactful knowing our attachment styles are and how much they really um, how much they really will impact us. You know how much they really take like they really like explain things and um in order like I really want to also like this can help you in like not just the relationship with like your partner or your friends but with yourself and when you build a relationship with yourself and you're able to understand like where your attachment styles come from and why you are the way you are like I'm telling you it makes everything so much easier like I um figured out my attachment styles and I have two because you can have more than one like you can you can have there's, there's always going to be a dominant one but there can also be another one that and then they can also switch so for example let's say you were with somebody and you had with them in that relationship you had a secure attachment style and then you got at that relationship and you ended up with somebody else and you could have an in you could have a avoided attachment style. So it could flip and it can change depending on who you're with and what kind of relationship you're in, which is also really interesting. And each attachment style is very different, which I which is why I feel like having an episode that just focuses on one attachment style and then the other one is going to be so good because when you find out what your attachment style is then you can just focus on that attachment style and helping and healing yourself and it's also good knowing what these what this is because when you know your partner's attachment style that can help your relationship grow because let's say you are you are an avoidant and your partner is anxious that is going to be a hard relationship if you both don't know 
what your like you don't both don't know that because your love languages are different, your needs are different, how you react to situations are different, how you um handle your relationship is different, how you see things is different, your whole perspective is different. But if you guys don't know your attachment style, then it can lead for a very confusing and toxic relationship. So with that said, let's get her going, shall we? So the first, um, also, I'm really sorry for my voice. I work with kids and I have to like raise my voice a lot to get their attention and like yell over like 15 of them so they can hear me. And I guess it's really um, starting to affect me because I'm losing my voice. So I'm really sorry but if I sound like a freaking chain smoker right now. But yeah, I think it works. It works for it's giving fall vibe for some reason. <laughs> Anyways, let's let me let me move on, okay? <laughs> so insecure attachment is the first um anxious attachment is the first one I wanna I'm gonna talk about. So this attachment style craves the intimacy and connection of being close and vulnerable with someone. They are so, so scared of being abandoned or left that they will latch on to their partner. And this is where a codependent relationship um, can, like, this is where it can lead to. A codependent relationship can lead to, lead from this. Um... Or it can be a relationship where the other person is more dependent on their partner. So the person who has um, the anxious attachment style, it depends on their partner a lot more than the person who doesn't. And this could lead to lack of trust, the partner feeling suffocated, and miscommunication can arise a lot in this because... For for um for example, somebody with an anxious attachment style feels like um like there's like they just need constant reassurance. They feel like their partner, um, even if they say I love you, they feel like their partner has to have their partner has to prove that they love them. Their friends have to approve it, or they won't believe it, and they just they feel like everyone's gonna abandon them. So they love very loudly, and they're very clingy, and they move really fast. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with your attachment style, like there's nothing wrong with that you they're like just know that there's nothing wrong with you but when you're able to know it know what's going on it can really really benefit you and help you but there's nothing wrong with whether you're anxious or avoidant or fearful or anything okay but yeah somebody with an anxious attachment style they struggle with security you know they struggle struggle with feeling secure they do not feel secure in their relationships in their friendships even with their self so they try and almost um what's the word they try and almost um um over like overly do it in a sense if that makes sense so um feeling like they just need to hang out with their partner 24 7 they need to text their partner 24 7 their partner isn't texting them then oh my gosh the spiraling if their partner is um says something to them in the wrong way they can take that the wrong way so and this attachment style like um it develops like like all of them in the early childhood and it comes from whether like the primary caregiver or um parent 
was very inconsistent with their needs with their needs with how the, with their affection and very inconsistent of meeting the needs of you and they were either too busy or they were just hot and cold or they were neglectful so this led to this can lead to someone with an attachment with an anxious attachment feeling very uncertain and very anxious because they don't know when what what's going to happen they never they're kind of always on their tiptoes living on the edge of it and that's very scary it's very scary not knowing if someone's gonna pull away their love or pull away from giving you their needs it's very scary when someone is one minute hot very is very hot with you and is giving you your needs and it's giving you affection is giving you love and is just you know doing all the things and giving you assurance and then they just pull it away like it's nothing that can be very very anxiety ridden and that is where the anxious attachment comes from and like i was saying before somebody with this attachment style needs like a lot of reassurance and they need a lot of care and attention and how and i said like what i was saying about like even with the even if their partner said something it can affect them how their partner reacts to their needs or responds to their needs can impact somebody with this attachment style like um exponentially did i say that word right that's a big word but um this could lead to them becoming more clingy and demanding more from their partner and and then for someone with this attachment style as well their relationship becomes their entire world and they're just constantly in that fear that their partner doesn't love them as much as they love them. And uh, I know how this feels because I used to feel this way. I used to constantly question if I was good enough, constantly question like my worth, constantly question if they were going to leave me, if they're going to abandon me, constantly question like constantly want to be close to somebody and then be like, oh, I'm too scared. So I I know how this feels and it's it's so it's terrifying. It is terrifying when you feel when you feel like you found somebody and they're going to leave so you cling on and attach to them. But that is also not healthy either. But I will get more into that later on. The next one I want to talk about is avoidant attachment. So this one um is the complete opposite. Oh, also, sorry, I want to add that according to counselor Adam Young, who's a licensed social worker, 20% of people have an anxious attachment style, like roughly. And that also goes for avoidant. Roughly 20% of people also have an avoidant attachment style. And the avoidant attachment style, it's in its name, is the complete opposite of anxious insecure where that attachment style craves closeness, this one avoids it like the freaking plague. People with this attachment style, like, they have this fear that everyone's going to abandon them, hurt them, betray them, and if they get too close or let anybody in, then it's just going to, like, blow up in their face. And they believe that they don't need anyone but themselves. So they will not seek help. They won't seek support. And approval, and although this may feel like oh, very independent, 
it could lead to um, being very closed off and having a very big wall. And there's nothing wrong with being a bit guarded when you meet somebody. But when somebody with an avoided attachment style doesn't let that guard down. <laughs> nope. They don't believe in vulnerability. They feel like vulnerability makes them weak and gives them... It makes them it makes them feel like people can use that against them in a sense. They do not trust people. Um and and this could be really uh really hard for somebody that with this attachment style to be in a relationship because of the fact that they avoid confrontation. They just shut down when um confrontation happens, um, when they have to be vulnerable or they have to be transparent they shut down they self-sabotage and they well they avoid so and um also someone with this attachment style if they feel like their partner is becoming more liable on them they tend to withdraw and when it comes to conflict they either hide or or suppress suppress their emotions so that's what I was saying before. Like somebody, and someone with an avoided attachment style, and somebody with an anxious attachment style in a relationship, and they do not know what their attachment styles are, could lead to a toxic relationship full of miscommunication, jealousy, lack of trust, not listening. Like just you know, because you have one person, you have one person who um, needs that constant reassurance relies on their partner is very depending on their partner their relationship is the whole world and then you have somebody the other person who doesn't rely on anybody doesn't believe in seeking help and seeking support in anyone um is very independent their relationship is not their whole world and that can lead for a lot of confusion from both people and not being able to meet each other's needs. That's why I'm saying it's so important for us to know what our partner's attachment style is so we can effectively communicate in the way that both parties can feel like their their needs are being heard. But um yeah. And then the last one I want to mention is disorganized um attachment so this attachment style is the one i actually had so whereas avoidant is they avoid (laughs) avoid you know vulnerability just shut down with conflict avoid connecting with people and the anxious is very dependent relies on my connection with people um really really seeks out the um approval from others this disorganized is actually both a combination of both so it's like a freaking fruit basket and that's literally the attachment style that I had until I learned about all this and I did the work and like I don't mean I don't and I shouldn't say I like had in past tense because I still like have it I just like worked with it and I didn't let it work against me if that makes sense but this attachment style, like the disorganized one, craves craves being vulnerable and intimate, but also fears it at the same time, which can be very confusing, not just for them, but also for their partner. Because one minute, they'll absolutely be in love with you and want to be close to you and like crave closeness and want to be all over you and just, you know, just like full on like 
loving you, you know, affectionate, warmth, very, very hot. And then the next minute be withdrawn and dismissive. And this could lead to a lack of communication and their partner feeling alone and confused. They also, people with this attachment style often struggle with identifying and self-regulating their emotions. They tend to avoid emotional, intimate relationships because of their deep, intense fear of being hurt. And this attachment style can be very, very confusing. And it can be very, very hard when you don't know your attachment style because you crave the feeling of being close with people you are you you're very good at um because like for me I was this is this was my attachment style and I was very I was able to my friends would tell me everything and I could give them advice and I can be present and I can be there for their needs and I can um be give them my fully undivided attention and I can be 100% like here for them okay and then I could um also as well I could get into a relationship or not even a relationship I can get into a talking stage and I will be very hot and I'll move super fast and then it could be like a month later and I'm like nope uh, 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 I'm too scared this is moving too fast this is scary they're gonna leave they're gonna leave they're gonna leave so in my head I mentally check out and I already prepared the fact that they're gonna disappoint me and leave before that even happens when it when it happens because i i assume in my brain because i can see the i'm like that's a raven now seeing the future that it's gonna happen i check out and i prepare myself so if it quote quote does happen i'm like not as upset about it but that's what i would do and that's not healthy that is not healthy and for going back to the friendship point i um I had a, I took me a long time to be able to open up to my friends and like seek out help and seek support because I was so scared of like putting my my shit onto people. I was so scared of like opening up and like talking about my feelings. I was terrified of I just also I didn't want to do it I I thought I could I was like I can figure it out on my own. I'll do it by my my favorite word is I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Because I, cause I'm one thing about me is I'm, I'm always figure it out, but I learned that it's okay to ask for help. It is okay to seek help. It is okay to turn to people around you for the support and the love that you need. You know, so um, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna keep going on and on because, like I said, I'm gonna do separate episodes. But I um I want to talk about secure attachment, and then I have a fun little quiz for us to do. Um, so the secure attachment is the most common attachment style. It's in their word. It's secure. This is this attachment style is very self connected. It's very warm, social, and easy to connect to. Um, they're the healthiest of the four, hence why it's called secure. Um, someone within a secure attachment style is able to express their emotions and needs in a healthy, communicative way. They're able to balance not just their needs, but also their parent, their part parents, their partner's needs in a way that both people feel heard and accepted and both people feel safe and feel like their needs have been met. Um someone with this attachment style can express their boundaries um in a in a healthy way, in a communicative way. A relationship with someone with a secure attachment style is based on honesty, t- 
tolerance, and emotional closeness. Someone with attachment style is very patient, they're very open, and they're very warm. And they want to hear what you have to say. They're able to hear your needs and soak in what you said and then express their needs and then find a compromise or find a solution where everyone's needs have been met. And if there isn't one, there will still they're gonna find a way to make sure that everybody feels heard in that situation. They have a very positive view of themselves and others. They're able to self-identify and self-regulate their emotions and they do not seek external approval or validation from others. Whereas attachment style like the anxious one and the disorganized one do seek approval from others. Um, But yes, so uh, another example though is like uh, basically like um, if somebody with who was avoidant was to get into relationship with somebody who was secure, the secure person would be able to honestly any attachment style. If any any of the three attachment styles was were to get into relationship with somebody who is secure. That secure the person, the secure the person with their secure attachment style would be able to give them that space and that that um that room, that comfort in to be to feel how they feel to work through it to figure figure out a way to self regulate to to identify their emotions to understand where this attachment style comes from to learn about it and to grow someone with the, a secure attachment style can give some the some any of the somebody with the three the patience and the love and the care and the attention and everything they think that they did not get but i will add that you can be a secure attachment style and also have one of the three because my attachment style is secure but I still do have traits of disorganized because that is my attachment style you know like I'm both but I'm I feel like it's not when you when you work on your attachment style you don't like suddenly just like you know let's cure all like you're good whatever I feel like you just you're just able to um understand it better you're able to recognize yourself better you're able to recognize your feelings your emotions better you're able to meet your own needs you're able to identify your needs and identify this other and identify like Am I reacting like this because of the situation or is this a trauma response for me? Like the other day I got, um, me and my boyfriend got into our first fight, <laughs> our very first fight, but it, I don't even want to really call it a, like, I guess it was more of a disagreement, sass, miscommunication, but, um, I got really, like, I got mad and I got rude and in the moment I was like I didn't care because I was just like mad and I was just like upset like I obviously I cared but you know what I mean like I just got rude I'm not gonna lie I got an attitude and it was not necessary and he was very the way he was handling it he was he wasn't being mean back he wasn't being rude back he wasn't tossing back the same energy he was almost like okay you can you can act like this but I'm not gonna entertain it basically like I'm not like you are uh, like you can act like this but I'm not going to 
I'm not going to give back to you. I'm not going to give you the response that you want. I'm not going to feel feel the fire, I guess you can say. And um, he was just like very gentle and like very sweet about it. And which is very new for me because I usually I'm used to having somebody like flip it. I'm used to having someone get mad. I'm used to having to like explain myself, to prove my point, to get m- angry in in order to know that I mean what I'm saying. Like I'm so used to having to like be mad or be um have an attitude or be rude for someone to know that like I mean what I'm saying and that this really upset me. I it it's like um so having so having someone like having someone like completely just um stay loving and stay gentle and stay kind to me even when I wasn't being the kindest was a shock to me and I had to reflect on my um on my like choices right and I was like wow I do not want to speak to my partner like that because he does not deserve that and although I will say like why I was upset was very valid why I was mad was very valid but I told him like that is no excuse for how I talk to you and I never want to talk to you like that I never want to get rude like that with you because there is different ways that I can express and communicate how I'm feeling and there's a different way that I can tell you how I'm feeling without saying it in a mean way or without um yeah like saying it in a mean way because you don't deserve that you don't deserve me like does it even just because I'm mad that doesn't justify my reaction and I was like my god my voice guys I'm so sorry (laughs) I was like I don't want it to become a norm where when I get mad, I'm going to get rude. Like that doesn't, that's not okay. I don't, that's not okay. And that's not going to happen. And I'm shutting that shit down because that's never going to happen again. It does not justify, that doesn't justify my reaction. Like my, it doesn't justify it at all. And literally like I said this, like this hat that I, it was the day after I said that to him. Like I, had this this speech in my head the whole day at work and I went over then when I was done work and I was like I gotta sit down I gotta tell you something and I just popped off and I was like I'm so sorry and like he was super sweet about it obviously but I yeah so even me like even though like I have a secure attachment and I know all these like I talk about being healthy I talk about um your reactions and all this stuff like you know the whole nine yards y'all know what i talk about you've been here so so like even i do it even i fall back into like my old habits and i have to check myself and i gotta be whoa chill chill like do better sis so uh, but i gotta take but for real i gotta hold accountability and like take responsibility and I and do and the knowledge that I have like I'm able to do that so like since I know my attachment style I'm able to self-identify and self-regulate where these emotions are coming from and whether it uh, my reaction is based off of my attachment style and trauma or where is it coming from and figure it all out 
which is why I love knowing attachment style. So I don't want it to seem like it's like a cure-all band-aid. I think for me, it just really helps being more aware and being able to take more accountability when... um when a, when a conflict arises or something happens and yeah so I it, and just being able to like love myself unconditionally as well with like knowing okay this is why my attachment style is like this and I, I will also add that growing up I had two loving parents like obviously we fought like every everyone fights with their parents but i had two loving parents i i have two loving parents who supported me and i met my needs um i had a roof over my head i had a house i had like you know like i had toys whatever the hell like i had a lot uh, um i had like yeah like my parents met my needs they met they 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 were my nurturing like i will say like my mom was definitely like more like um nurturing and like more emotionally there available and I think uh whereas my dad was there but I didn't rely on him emotionally as much as I relied on my mom but I think that just has to do with like the relationship me and my mom built and I'm very close with both of my parents though um I I have a different relationship with both of them but I have a good one so even like going back to saying like even if you um have a good relationship with your parents like you could still develop certain attachment styles because of whatever happened in childhood like for example when my mom worked nights she worked nights so she was gone during the night and I wouldn't see her because I'd be at school like I'd be sleeping and then I would go to school and then she'd be sleeping so my mom was working nights my dad um would also go out a lot like he used to like party a lot so I also wouldn't like he so I wouldn't like see them um as much and that is like that could work the attachment style could have came from as well or even like my parents divorced when I was in grade seven and I literally told my mom like I don't remember you guys ever really being married so it could also just be what I like the relationship I saw from my eyes like my parents relationship what I saw because they did not have a healthy relationship so seeing their relationship could have affected could have impacted like the way I view relationships and oh shit that's facts like because my parents like they didn't have a very good relationship and as honest they were very um hot and cold each other honestly they're they still are like that now because they're like they're still friends in a way but they're still very hot and cold with each other so it like it would make sense that that's how I like saw relationships like through my parents like through the eyes of my parents if that makes sense but yeah, like it can come from so many different things. And like, you know, I will obviously go into it like when I do more episodes because I knew I could not fit everything in this episode. And like, it's going to be a series. Um, so yes, also for the quiz, um, we're going to do the quiz now. Yeah, I got this. I was listening to some podcast 
about the like about attachment styles because I wanted to like really like I wanted to really get my facts like I didn't want to um bs anything at all you know <laughs> so the quiz I got um I got the quiz and some of my like, information from um Jay Shetty his podcast called on purpose it's I listen to it on Spotify I also got some of my information from Mel Robbins podcast um and then I also got from a from a vlog a blog but I'll put all this in the show notes so you guys can go check out their podcast because it was a really good episode um Mel actually did an interview with the attachment style like for the podcast it was it was like an hour it was about an hour long I listened to it in pieces um because you know I couldn't listen to an hour long podcast like straight off the jump like that I listened to it in pieces but it was a really good podcast I'm I'm pulling up the interview right now uh it's with um Okay, it doesn't tell me who it's with. Oh my god. Okay, it's fine. Well, oh, it's with Dr. Franco. So Mel Robbins podcast with Dr. Franco and Jay Shetty on purpose podcast. I listen to those both on Spotify. So my lovely, lovely human beings before I end off this podcast, I'm going to, we're going to do this little quiz that I, again, I got from Jay Shetty. So I need everyone to get a piece of paper and get a pen down. Okay, let's do my quiz. Well, not my quiz. It is Jay Shetty's quiz that he actually made. So this quiz focuses on the three main attachment styles which is um of um avoidant anxious and secure and before we get into this quiz i want to say that this is not a diagnosis (laughs) so it's just a bit of knowledge to get you started in your attachment journey because the first step is knowing what attachment theory is the second step is knowing what your attachment style is right so this quiz could help you like learn more about it. I will try and find a quiz that includes like disorganized, but for disorganized, if you if you feel like you are both, like let's say like the question is like like you are you you are both A and B, then go ahead and check A and B. If you feel like you're both A, B, C, go ahead and do that. Like C, B, like you know what I mean? Like if you feel like the question applies to multiple ones, and you can check multiple ones as well. Okay? So, the first question. Oh, sorry. So, there's going to be six questions. And for each question, there are three options. And you're going to put a tick at the one that most resonates with you. So, you're going to do a column of A, B, and C. Like three columns, A, B, and C. There's going to be three options and you will put a tick at the one that most resonates with you. Or if you feel like you could, you also have, like you could also, there, there could be two answers. You can put a tick at both. Okay. But here we go. I would say though, if you feel like, like if there's a dominant one, like one that is like more then you could like 
just put the tick for that one but you could mold like you know you could do both if you want as well anyways i'll stop rambling get to the quiz so the first question at a party or a function you see your partner flirting with somebody like it looks like flirting it you feel like it's coming off flirtatious do you one take it easy and trust your partner two jealous and ask them to justify their actions three you stay silent and you withdrawn maybe becoming cold or distant the entire night so for if you choose option one take it chill and just trust your partner put a tick in c if you chose option two and you choose to be jealous like, do you become jealous and try to get your partner to justify their actions put a tick in column a and if you choose option three and you become silent and withdrawn put a tick in option b we'll call them b (laughs) um second question you start to feel close to someone what do you do next do you enjoy like option one enjoy the ride and take it easy you know option two Start planning your wedding because you're getting married tomorrow. Or option three, you put the motherfucking brakes and you withdraw and you pull back. Now, if you picked option one, take it easy and just enjoy the ride, enjoy the wave. Put a check in column C. If you chose option two and you start planning your wedding like tomorrow, put a tick in column a and if you become distant or withdrawn and you pull the brakes pull put a tick in column b um third number three question three so question three the relationships in your life like how are the relationships in your like in your life or the one you look to others for a lot of like security, for like sense of security and um, sense of um, validation. You um, uh, number two. You're you have more acquaintances than friends or partners. You can take care of yourself and don't like relying on people. Number three, you have a variety of relationships. You can rely on others, and others can rely on you. If you went with option one, put a tick in, which is you looked for others for sense of security, put a tick in column A. If you went with option two, which is more acquaintances than friends, you can rely on, you can take care of yourself. You don't want to rely on anybody or have anyone rely on you. Put a tick in column B. And lastly, if um, you have a variety of relationships. You can rely on others. Others can rely on you. Put a tick in column C. I also did this quiz too before I started this episode. Um, so I can tell you my answers after. But yeah. Also, I want to say like, this is not like, be honest when you're doing this quiz. You know, like no one is seeing this unless you're showing it to them. So this is like, for you and in order to really understand your attachment style you gotta be like very like transparent and honest about your answers and know that there's nothing wrong with you like you were you are an amazing human being and there's just things that 
we have to work through and we have to heal. There's parts of us that we have to heal. But those parts of us, like I've said many times, like they're just deserving of love and they deserve to that hug to heal and that kindness and that patience and acceptance. So yes, moving on. Question four, the best relationships, one, feel uncomplicated, two, feel like a team, three, feel safe. So, um, Jay was also saying that this question may be a bit hard, but really pick the one that resonates with you the most. So if you pick number one, which is the best relationships feel uncomplicated, put a check in column B. If you picked option two, they feel like a team. The best relationships feel like teamwork, teammates, you know, me and you against everything. Put a check in column C. And if they feel, the best relationships feel safe, put a check in column A. Um, question five. I sometimes worry my partner will leave, number one. Number two, wants too much from me. Like relies on me too much and number three no over worries like just like obviously every relationship has their worries but in this one like there's no over worries of like abandonment or like anything like that so if you picked number one which is you're worried your partner will leave or abandon you put a check in column a if your partner wants too much from you you're worried about that put a check in column B and number three no over worries put a check in column C and the last question is number six when my partner and I disagree number one I feel comfortable expressing my emotions Um, number two I get nervous expressing my emotions and my thoughts and number three Try and say as little as possible and avoid the situation and just shut down. So if you picked number one, whereas you feel comfortable and safe expressing your feelings, you put a check in column C. And if you pick number two, which is you get nervous expressing your thoughts and emotions, put a check in number A. And lastly, for number three, <clears throat> gosh, my voice. You try and say as little as possible when there's a conflict or your partner and you disagree. Put a check in um, in column B. Okay? So if you did the quiz, if you weren't able to do it, you can always come back to this episode as well. But um, after that, so that's all the questions. So now you're going to tally it up, like your question, like what, how many, like where you checked and everything and see how much you got. And that will give you some more knowledge of what your attachment style may be or what it could be or what, like, what your attachment style is and, like, what you could be working on and everything like that. When I did this quiz, I got, like, C, which is the secure attachment style. Um, A is an anxious attachment. And B is avoidant attachment so again a is anxious b is avoidant and c is secure i got c in this one 
but I definitely saw questions when I went like that I related to before and everything. Like I used to um I used to withdraw and get jealous. Um I used to um like just very be independent with myself and um kind of look for others for validation. I used I used to think that well I always believed that relationships worked best as a team, but also feeling safe. But I believe that when you have really when you feel like a team in your relationship, that is like how you also feel safe. I feel like um when you build that 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 teamwork foundation in your relationship, that's when everything else just comes into play as well you know so yeah I also used to worry about them leaving I also worried about them like wanting too much from me and then I also worried about when my when I when I used to get into conflict I used to get really nervous about expressing my thoughts and I would that would lead to me just not doing it and trying to say as little as possible and yeah so which is literally the definition of disorganized attachment style so if you got both a and b there you go a disorganized attachment like for sure but um well i shouldn't say for sure but you know that's that's just what i think anyways but yes before i end off my episode today i just want to say thank you guys so much for just being present with me like i first i want to say i'm so sorry about my voice i need to stop talking because i feel like my voice is like i'm losing it the more i talk although i love talking um, especially when i record i also want to add that like um my mic broke on me so i'm literally like using (laughs) my phone mic so i don't really know how good it sounds so i'm also sorry about that but yeah i just um yeah but that that's want to let y'all know that for some reason um but anyways i gotta get ready for work (laughs) And I just wanted to let you guys know that I love you all. You are all like, no matter what your attachment style is, just know that there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are an amazing human being. You are so blessed and you are so loved. And that's the beautiful thing about learning attachment style is just learning to love yourself fully and completely and understand yourself fully and completely. Which is why, again, I say it's so important that we know this and so important that it's, like, taught. And so important that it's educated. Because not a lot of people know about this stuff. And it goes back so far than we could think. Like, I know it's crazy to think how, how much our childhood, like, affected us. But it did. And although we are, non- we are not responsible for our trauma we are not at fault for our trauma we are unfortunately responsible for our healing but that is beautiful in the sense that we get to decide how we grow 
We get to decide the pace we grow at. We get to decide when we grow. We get to decide the steps that we take and how big of the steps we take, how large of the leaps we take, how large of the jumps we take. That's We get to decide all that. So with that said, you beautiful people, I'm going to end this podcast off with some affirmations. I'm going to do just a few, okay? So the first one is, I am enough. Say it again. You can say it out loud. You can say it in your head. You can close your eyes, whatever feels right for you. But here we go. I am enough. Number two, I am deserving. Again, I am deserving. Number three, I am grateful. I am grateful. Okay, guys, just remember small steps are still steps, whether you're crawling, whether you are walking whether you're running whether you're doing however you're getting to the to the to like the end goal just remember that every step no matter how big no matter how small is a step okay so with that said i love y'all so so much again thank you for being here with me and sharing your time and i really hope this episode gave you some insight of attachment styles um your girl's back on the filtered baby. Let's go. But yes, so until next week, I'm sending y'all so, so, so much love, abundance of love, abundance of joy. You'll get everything you want this week. I'm sending so much blessings and positive vibes through the phone right now, okay? I am your host, Lashana, and I will see you next week. Bye.